So when I was like, uh, it was high school, so maybe I was like 14 or 15, uh, there was this kid that lived in my, in my little cul-de-sac area, um, and he was, he was a menace. And not even like Dennis Menace, who's like funny. This kid was just an asshole. Mm. Um, and there was one day that uh, they found him setting off fireworks in the woods, uh, you know, which is an awful idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, very. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there, like, the police were called, and then there was literally like they asked that, like, I don't know who like the owners of like the, the, the like the apartment complex that I was in, but they literally were thinking about like kicking the family out because like the kid was like so bad. And I was just kind of like, did nobody teach that kid, like, not to play with fire in the woods? Yeah, yeah. And I started to wonder earlier today, did anyone teach Adelar not to play with fire in the woods? <laughs> well, Adelar grew up in Teliac. <laughs> fire and demons were a normal part of life. <laughs> so burning down trees and stuff like that? Well, just... there, there weren't any trees in Teliacs. <laughs> I, 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 I will pull up a map of Chiliacs. I'll find trees. <laughs> Maybe he didn't know that trees were flammable. <laughs> Wait, did he start the fire or did I start the fire? I, I, he I started the back. fire. I started the fire. You started the fire. I okay. did. You were you, ready to. You were, yeah, you were about to, but you, then I, I was the one who actually did lit the fire. I crit the tree. Yeah, maybe maybe because gotcha. there is a little guilty because he did teach you how to cast those spells that's because true. of your otherworldly yeah, magic. It is, yes. It is, I don't think he's Kezra guilty. Stewart. I think he's proud. <laughs> Kezra's very proud. I mean, I mean, if I remember, Kezra was going to have two vials of alchemist fire that he was about yep. to prepare. And that's then, what I remember. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, but you never got the chance to throw him because... No, he did. He did. He oh, he threw... Yeah, yeah, but you already started, so did, it's yes. your fault, primarily. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah, and then everything went up in flames. Yep, I rolled a nat 20 to hit that tree and uh yep because if i mind. hadn't rolled a nat 20 it would have just burned and fizzled maybe but no no you hit that nat 20 and it's like you're playing with your imagination and everything got intense <laughs> yeah it definitely looks like a pretty it, it looks like quite the situation as you just see this thing go up in flames and you're probably wondering what to do with it so who has produced a uh, lake <laughs> well ocean one thing that this flame is producing <laughs> is a flashback. Oh, God. Ooh. As Benson is looking upon the fires just engulfing this flame, he's pulled by his memory into a not-too-distant pass, to a dark cobblestone street where Benson stands next to a brazier, observing the flames move and flicker in their early hours in the morning. Even in a city as large as Eladir, the streets are mostly calm at this early hour. Benson pulls a letter with a wax seal of the house black, already broken from his pocket, holding it up in attempt to read it in the light of the, of the torch behind him. Damn. Why can't they just tell me who I'm sitting here I'm supposed to meet? Uh, the letter simply asked him to meet with a member of the church at the crossing in the lower district of Illidir. Uh, though Benson would do anything for his family, his patience had been tested over the few hours he had been waiting. He watched as carts drive on the way to stock the market in the morning, drunkards stumbling up and down the street, and witnessed a rather violent encounter with a dog and two cats. Nothing as of yet that may be a contact from his family. He was just about to give up on the endeavor when he saw a red-robed man walking down the road in his general direction. Nearing him, the figure took a rather unsubtle turn and walked directly up to Benson. Uh, The inheritor's blessing to you. Ah, and to you too, friend. 
Who do I have the pleasure of speaking to? Uh, Merrick Friedman, and you're, uh... Sir Benson of the House Black, the one you were sent to find, no doubt. Ah, yeah, yes, uh, his face starts to brighten up. Uh, good, uh, I, w- I was afraid I'd have trouble finding you, L- Lord Champion. Sir Benson. Uh, what? Call me Sir Benson, none of that annoying Lord Champion bullshit here. Oh, well, uh, yes. Uh, uh, Sir Benson, I, I imagine you want to know the task your family asked you to come and sent me as aid for you, I, I assume. Uh, we should walk and talk as I can fill you in on the way there. That sounds agreeable, Leon friend. But I must say, even for my family, this seems strange. Uh, yes, quite. I, I'm sure you're aware that a ways down these streets there's a small church of Our Lady, the Inheritor. One of the smaller churches in this region your family must have sponsored. Well, I must admit, I don't keep track of every church my family sponsors in this region. And if I'm honest, they are likely to sponsor most, if not all, the churches of Iomade in this region. Uh, well, uh, for every support payment, uh, they're used to getting a letter updating the family and telling them that the money was put to good use and things such as that. All the last two shipments were met with no letters at all. I, I guess your family began to worry what was happening. Am I to believe I'm being sent to look through a church's paperwork because my family can't stand a missed letter? No, let's not send a messenger. Let's pull Benson out of his own personal obligations. Uh, well, they, they, they did send a messenger. I, it was the two weeks ago or so at this point. Uh, no word from them at all, and no one heard anything from the church members at all. It, 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 it's pretty weird. Ah, I see. Forgive my harsh words, yes. Let's go check on these people. Ah, yes, it shouldn't be uh, much further. Uh, oh, right, here it is. As Benson and Merrick walk down the streets and alleyways, the sun began to rise, casting bright rays of light through the morning mist, making even this bland city of stone beautiful in the sun. They came upon the building, finally, in the glow of the morning. It was a small building for an ordinary sanctum of Iomade, but in this city it was what could be managed at the time. Strangely, no one was near or standing around the building, though the street had some traffic. It was almost as though no one wanted to be near the building at all. It uh, l- looks quiet, I suppose. I guess it does. But let me go in first. Stay at my back, Merrick. I'm not sure what to expect here. Uh, yeah, y- yes, sir, Benson. Benson approached the main door of the church. He took another look around the street and went to shoulder open the door. He expected the door to be locked. But as he pushed the door, it swung open easily. Benson quickly entered, followed closely by Merrick. Benson was caught off guard by how dark the sanctuary was. He thought they must have every shutter of the building closed. His eyes still adjusting to the darkness and the light from the street behind him. There was also this heavy aroma in the building that made his head spin. He noticed a robed figure approaching him. A priest, he tells himself. Uh, hello, I'm... No. Excuse me, I'm Benson Black. No one in today. The man lurched forward as if to shove Benson's... As if to shove Benson backwards out the door to the street... Benson, however, finally regaining his senses, shoved the frail man backwards. The man stumbled, fell on his backside, and curled up in, and curled up into a ball as if Benson might start kicking him. Then Benson began to realize what the heavy stench was, and his eyes began to see into the darkness. Benson's eyes looked up upon a savage, sickening mockery of the church that was here. Tapestries ripped down, altars broken, all images of Iomide destroyed or defiled. Then he saw the members of the clergy, if only recognizable by the strips of ceremonial cloth they had not yet wrenched from their, from their bodies. Some were only identified by the jewelry a priest or priestess may have worn. The ten or twelve moved like intoxicated beasts. 
Then Benson realized what the smells were. It was the smells of fine wines, spirits, strong tobacco, and a number of other drugs Benson could recognize. But the two last things Benson could smell he knew all too well. The smell of blood and rotting flesh. What have you done to this holy place? Speak, snakes! Yeah, the priest on the floor gets to his knees. This is our place now, fool. It was given to us, not to you. Now go back or die like the last precious fools. This is our place. It was given to us. Before Benson could even speak, his sword and shield were in his hands. Merrick to arms! With that, Merrick drew his longsword. The people that had once somehow been priest of Vessels of Iomade charged. Benson, as light poured from his eyes, his sword and even his family's cloak charged at them. In that moment, all the shadow was forced from the church, and what was meant to be hidden in the shadow was revealed. That will be done! And after that cry rang out, the doors from the church seemed to slam shut on their own. Then we come back. To the small little field with the raging inferno of the tree in front of you all. That was nuts. That was that was so crazy. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. God, so it's intense. Too tense. Uh, banging shit. <laughs> Sorry, I was watching the person outside on the street almost hit my car. Oh yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Run out that Benson. Take revenge. Yeah. <laughs> go, protect. <laughs> go protect my vehicle. No, it looks like it made up a gun. <laughs> oh, shit. Never mind. <laughs> so, as we left off last time, a fire was started in this little outcropping in these woods just before this sort of uh, uh, peak or the, or the, or the base of, of the mountain here. Um, how do you guys want to do it? <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, you can fight fire, right? So Benson is going to pick up this hobgoblin, okay, throw her over his back. Assume, like, is she? Is, does she still have her sword on her person? I, I mean, she went unconscious, so she dropped. She, she dropped whatever she had and had so, her hands. Elkwood's gonna take those. Okay, immediately. <laughs> he, he's. I mean, like, he's. I think close to it enough that he's just gonna run over and. Uh, see Benson do that and follow his kind of like lead. Yeah. Okay. Fireman carry this unconscious hobgoblin. Not entirely sure why we wanted to live. But <laughs> I mean, there's a bounty. Yeah. Questions. So. Bounty information. Yeah. It might offset um, Aladar's sin here. Adelar. 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 <laughs> Somebody else made the mistake, but that wasn't me. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> So, the rules of wildfires are pretty intense. Um, Usually it says that they go, what, 70 feet a minute, I think. (laughs) Uh, They're pretty insane. Not only that, but they can literally reach like 1,500 degrees Fahrenheit uh, because of just the raging flames, just, you know, uh, the, the heat generated from it. Luckily, this is not that. However, I will give you guys three minutes to contain it in this center area. And then we'll figure out what to do. I just don't know. So what do you guys think you could try to do in three <laughs> minutes? Uh, <laughs> and, well, in three minutes, if we could... 
What's uh, uh, where exactly is it caught on the map? So that big tree house in the center, um, it's just that. So yes. there's two trees that are sort of like just off to the side of it. Uh, those haven't caught quite yet. Um, but this one right here. Yeah, the big one in the center, and the two or the three, the yeah, the one up north, and then there's two on the on the southern side of it. What's yeah, the wind doing? Quickly engulfing. Uh, you know what? Let me go ahead and roll for that. Uh, high winds, probably. <laughs> it's just gonna be bad luck. It's nothing good is gonna happen. No, I, I mean good. this is already bad. No, there's yeah, it started out <laughs> shit, Tim. There's jack shit we can do. You can't conjure water, I don't believe. Nope, I did not prepare that spell. Well, that's your fault. All right, so luckily the nor the wind is heading uh, north. It's heading directly north. Um, so you don't think it's going to catch the those bottom uh, trees very fast. Um, and honestly, just looking at the map, that actually looks like the best case scenario. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. We might actually be safe. I mean, we'll be safe. We can just keep running. Shit. <laughs> Except for... Kev, so, Kezra's uh, actually in this house. He's going to look around first. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna, how long? Because we have three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going to step to the middle of the room and take a, take a glance around. Okay. Got perception. Um, so, you were in that room up there. Yeah, I walked into this little cottage or whatever behind this... Okay. Um, for it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's it's uh, pretty much just two rooms. Uh, there's like a main like table. Um, you can see that they're playing some kind of gambling game, just like kind of on their downtime. Hmm. Um, there's a bedroom just to the south of where you are. Um, that you go inside and you can see a nice looking chest sitting there on the bedside. Right, I'm gonna open that up real quick. It is locked. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess I'll come back to it. All right. Wait. wait do I have thievery? I do have thievery, but I don't have but I don't have these tools. Oh, wow, that's a truly unfortunate. Uh, I'll come <laughs> back to that. So Kezer uh, comes back out and sees the fire, and he's like, mm. <laughs> "Someone should do something about that." <laughs> <laughs> the entire team's already like analyzing it. Kezer's just like, mm, "That's a problem." Kezer <laughs> comes over, and he's like, "Found a chest in that house." That's amazing! <laughs> what do we do about this? Oh. Uh, the manager in this I can situation. maybe do something. Um, was there a... Were there any large blankets or anything in that bedroom? Uh, I mean, yeah, there was a pretty simple, probably, like, hide blanket. Okay, that works. Uh, so... Uh, Unless you all have any better ideas, Kezra <laughs> None. grabs the big blanket, the biggest blanket he can find, and he climbs up the ladder. <laughs> oh, you climb up the ladder? All right, well, before I climb up the ladder, I was just to say, that entire thing is just on fire right now, so... Uh, yeah. The whole platform or just the tree? Uh, it, it, it's it's it quickly catching. I, I'll, I'll, I'll say that where where the where the alchemist fire landed, the only things that haven't caught fire are is, like, the bottom five feet of the... Uh, uh, of the platform and, and the two trees down here. Okay. Well, Kezra is going to cast resist energy fire on himself. Okay. All right. And climb up right here and start stomping out the fire with the with the hide blanket. Uh. Okay. Um. I'll say that's a. Would it be a survival check? <laughs> Maybe an athletics. What? Well, what do you want to roll for it? How about that? Uh. 
I mean, I'd much rather roll athletics. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> I feel like athletics. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and roll me athletics to see if you can put out p- part of this fire. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Uh, you're able to put out two of the five, uh, two of the five-foot squares around you. All right, I'm just gonna keep going. I got this resist energy fire for a while. Okay, uh, so he does that for his round. He, he, lasts, he wants, he wants to, ten minutes. Okay. <laughs> he wants to do the next thing. Uh, I guess I'd like to call out, Kezra. Were there any more blankets in the room? Yes. All right, so I'm gonna. I guess let's see. Let's what's, what's my speed? Yeah, you're like all the way in the pack. You're actually the farthest yeah. from the house. So, <laughs> wait, are we gonna do this in rounds? I thought you said we had, you said we had three minutes. Uh, I mean, yeah, th- three minutes. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm, I'm okay. just, yeah, I'm, I, I'm just sort of asking. <laughs> it's gonna be a long three yeah. minutes. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, that's a lot of rounds. Uh, Thirty rounds. I suppose Ben will just drop the hobgoblin where he believes she'll be okay. And I, I mean, aid. she's taking a dirt nap, so yeah, yeah. just I'm, drop I'm, her on her head for good measure. <laughs> so I'll grab the other blanket and I'll like make my way. Um, all right, so you grab a pillow sheet. <laughs> that, really that's what's left in there oh my gosh because I was, wasn't sure <laughs> I don't need to go back I just hop up and. I mean you probably have a bedroll in your adventure's kit yeah but he's got to sleep oh, on that right yeah does anybody have water skins that's you know that's some water not willing to use all it. of our adventures packs have at uh water skins all right well then yeah so well then knowing that i had why well, i went in here saw that there was just a pillow sheet left i'm like i guys have to use my bedroll so i go back out here i take out my bedroll and you said the the way to get up is on fire too uh, uh, no, just, just the platform is, just the platform. Yeah, yeah all right so i'm gonna hop up there and just start trying to put stuff out same Except I'm using my cloak. Probably. All right, so use whatever skill you find appropriate for your character. You know, it could be survival, especially for like Oakwood. Would definitely use you know survival to you know put out a fire. Uh, so would I, I be diplomatizing with this fire by chance? I don't think so. Hey, hey. could I use? <laughs> no, don't burn. Listen, listen, it's not good for you to do this. Uh, hey, Jake. Uh, I just made the same roll Kelly did. Okay. So you get out. And Two uh, squares of fire. Could I, I use natural twenty? <gasps> ah. Could I use acrobatics? Well, not twenty. That's crit success. That is a crit success. So I'm just the, using my cloak to put out fire. So, so it's not going to be that spectacular. Yeah, you put yeah. out the entire fire. So you put out you put out double the amount. So you put out four squares of fire. That's Yay. good. That's yeah. good. I'm going to use my survival. Oh, Actually, gosh, uh, can things get any worse with an at one? <laughs> the fire starts again. <laughs> You, you 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 try you try to fan it and you realize you're just feeling it and then you make it you make it, inc- it. you make it increase by one. He's he's doing a bellows type hit thing. It, just... Hit it hit it with the, the bedroll. Don't blow it. Yeah, Elkwood Academic he can use on <sighs> athletics as well. Survival isn't the best. But. Okay. Uh, natural nineteen. So Woo. that is a uh, I don't know. It's like a twenty-eight. I think. Yeah. 20. Pretty damn high. Yep. No, 26, sorry. 26, that will get you three spaces. So what three spaces do you want to try to put out? Yeah. No, this is how you put out the fire. <laughs> Guess ever put out a raging inferno before? Have you ever put out a raging inferno before? <laughs> yeah, like every week. <laughs> <laughs> At this rate. Uh, Add this to another list of your job skills and qualifications. <laughs> uh, all right. 
so you get out so that's kind of where the fire is at so the northern tree is pretty much still completely engulfed god there's like is there i'm the wrong person to be asking is this any check we can make to figure out it's like it's not going to spread anymore yeah if it like burns out it burns out itself roll me a survival check oh i'm great at that well that's an 18 on die though not a damn clue Okay. Uh, that would be a 23. 23. Um, you feel like if left to its own devices, it would spread eventually, and then it would turn into a you know wildfire. Um, but you feel like if you guys can contain it here, um, and you manage to keep the grass from setting on fire oh, okay. that's around yeah. it, then it'll work out. Yeah. He's like, if you contain this one right here, then I believe we'd be fine to let it just burn out the rest of the way. And elk would actually song keep going, but he's also seeing if there's any water skins on the the dead people. Uh oh yeah, on the, so there's two half orc rangers that you guys took down. Yes. Um, and then the uh, and then the hobgoblin uh, leader. Uh, which one do you want to look at first? Uh, I don't know any of them honestly to see if there's anything uh, water wise and not pure grain alcohol. I guess. Ah uh, right, <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Because um, they just be drinking. Everclear. I don't know. Everything's on fire. You like start pouring it, and the flame goes up the it stream the into the bottle. <laughs> blows it explodes. <laughs> Molotovs. Uh, yeah. So they, they all have one water skin uh, or some kind of cup. Yeah, he feels some kind of container because he's thinking that if he can at least keep the grass from burning immediately, yeah, that he could just kind of like pour like a line around the tree. Right. Okay. So it doesn't immediately catch, and then that's it. I mean, like, he doesn't have too much experience of putting out fires, but... All right, so I'll say that that you can definitely cover uh, this top side of the... um Okay. Uh, yeah, the, this top side. So, so you pour it like here, uh, and then so you cover like the northern edge. So that will stop it, that, and then that'll stop the fire from from going. That's a, lot. Um, That's a lot. So that tree, the northern tree on this little on this little treehouse, will definitely burn up. But you still need to deal with the uh, with the fire going to the southern end. I did my part. So, seeing that I didn't really make much headway with my bedroll, <laughs> I'm going to empty my water. Headway, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to empty my water skin on uh, this square right here. Okay. All right. So, you use your water skin. Yep. Uh, it gets out. Uh, it gets out that one. I'm just going to move up to here and attempt to bat um, either of these two squares out. Mm, okay. So, go make me athletics check or whatever appropriate. Athletics. Okay. Oh, and the entire time Elkwood is going to keep Scald on the unconscious um, hobgoblin. <laughs> Just have his have his jaws around her throat? Yes. Yeah. 24. Uh, 24. That gets you two of the squares. Yep. All right. So now, now you have about three squares left of, uh, of this fire um, slowly encroaching onto the southern side of this tree fort. is uh, going to do... Pour his water skin onto the hide blanket and try to get all of them. Okay. Oh, that's a really good idea. Yeah, literally a wet blanket. Yeah. 20, yeah. 25. <laughs> 25. Oh, that wet is, blanket. That is exactly what you needed to get out three hey, squares. There you yes. go. What a Man. damn legend. Huh. So you managed to get out these three squares here. Uh, and um, and then you just kind of let the northern tree burn up. Yeah. Um, mm. 
Yeah, I mean, you, you, you guys cover the northern edge with right. water. Uh, the, the the ground is already kind of, like, singed, so then now we're just going to burn there. That's good. I think, like, um, whenever the fire approaches, he just don't stomp on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, whenever whenever a slight ember sort of, like, creeps to the ground, you just like, stomp on it really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Um, so, yeah, uh, in, in the three minutes, um, you guys can see the street burn up. Uh, the ash sort of just drifts off into the night sky. Um, and it looks beautiful, in a way, if you've ever had, like, a big bonfire and you just see the embers just sort of float through the wind. It only took three minutes? No, I'm saying throughout the three minutes, so yeah. Okay. Uh, I thought thought the entire tree was burnt up in three minutes. I'm like, whoa. That was a fair assessment. Oh, I mean, that is a a fair assessment that trees would burn up in. (laughs) It doesn't take long, but like as soon as all the leaves just kind of burn off of it, then I think you're safer. No, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, the the tree itself doesn't burn quite as fast as the leaves. Right. But as you guys are watching this tree burn up and, you know, making sure that uh, nothing really really catches too bad, you stomp out every, you know, every little catch uh, or every little fire that catches up on the grass, um, you handle it pretty well. Uh, Can you guys make me a perception check? God, we are just firefighters nowadays. We have to make sure we get paid for this. (laughs) We could have started a bucket brigade. (laughs) Oh, God. From town. Adelar got a... Let me check. I think I got a 26. He's beat me. Yeah, you did. He starts the fires and looks out for fires. T6. Okay. So as you guys are watching this fire, it's illuminating this entire uh, uh, area, um, you know, with all all the trees and everything. And there's there's the great like mountain face um, that then that starts at the uh, at the ground level. Um, you can see at the base of the mountain there was a bunch of vines and sort of like this uh, uh, the greenery that was just sort of growing up the side of it. You look to see, you look to see what seems to be like some sort of creature peeking out from a cave entrance, oh, what the hell? covered by the vines. It's sort of just looking at the vi- at the at the inferno that's engulfing the tree, and then the moment that you notice it, it notices you, and then it disappears into the cave system. Oh boy! Well, it seems that there is a creature. Do you see that cave system over? To, that's the north, right? Over here is to the north. No, no, that's east. That's east, okay. It seems there's some creature over to the east. I saw, I caught it. I caught a quick look at it. I couldn't really make out any features or anything, but it seems that trouble may await us hmm. if we could proceed that direction. Oh, I think we all knew that. Yes. Uh, Timmy, would you like to try to make me a knowledge check on the creature? Oh, yeah. In the, in the instance that you saw it, <laughs> might be able to figure something out. Uh, hold on. Do you have occultism? I do. I do. Oh, well, okay. I am trained in occultism. There you go. Oh, <laughs> that is a 25. Ooh. Oh. Oh. So, in the few seconds that you saw this creature, you recognize it as something called a tixatog. Tixatogs are a species of bizarre aberrations that make their homes in the dens of giant spiders. Oh. <laughs> Immune to poison and unable to tra- and able to traverse sticky webs thanks to the thick slimes that covers their bodies. Tixatogs steal food cocooned in spider lairs and prey on spiders themselves. But they are careful never to kill so many that their food supply runs out. Their favorite meal, however, is the odd adventurer or spelunker who stumbles into their nests. 
So Adelar, he just caught, he like didn't quit, you know, he's... I will give you two pieces of information. Oh. What are you looking for on these things? Oh, well, that was... I thought you gave me plenty of information, but yes, yeah, so I uh, that, that, that was just the first paragraph of the lore, but, like, what mechanical information do you, are you thinking? Oh, um, do I know anything about its, like, attack strategy, like if there's, like, a bite grab situation? Uh, so it's offensive abilities? Um... So it has a it has a bite. Um, it uses its legs to sort of like hit. Uh, its main thing, or one of the one of the more terrifying things you've heard of, is that it has a tongue that it uses to attach. It it, has, it reaches out and attaches things, and it's able to swallow whole creatures smaller than it. Great. Wait, what? How big was it? Uh, it, it was it was medium size. Oh, okay. So it's the same size as us. So it couldn't swallow us whole, but it could swallow a skull whole. Yeah, uh, it could. It, yeah. Probably could swallow skull hole. Yes. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, I see that. Oh boy. All right, so um, Ad- uh, Adelar, he's like kind of thinking over the creature, the you know the look he saw of it. He's like, actually, I think I know what creature that was. It is a Tixitog. It feeds on spiders, immune to poison, and it has the terrifying ability to swallow creatures smaller than it. So. Uh, if we, if and when we go in that side that cave system, keep Scott far away from it. Mm-hmm. Also, since its main food supply are spiders, I wonder if we sh- if we would want to take a light a torch from this burning tree and maybe try to set the cave system on fire and smoke it out. Can you tell of hell in? <laughs> like I wish just light things on fire. You just set out, a, put out a fire. You started, and now you're just like, we could set a fire in there. <laughs> but, uh, What's the harm? Solution. The fire was effective in aiding us in the battle. <laughs> I think we're really onto something. Here. <laughs> that it was. Guys, just it burn. took you. It took you two minutes. <laughs> Who knew fire was such a powerful thing? Just burn it all down. Just burn it. You know, fire is actually really good for nature. (laughs) Oh, yes, Kesra. Secondary succession is great for the forest life. You might might agree with Kesra and Adelar to burn it all out when I show you what this creature looks like. I can't... uh, It's dim. Oh, sorry. My my phone... uh... I can't see it. I don't have dark vision. <laughs> yeah, let's burn oh, it. Oh, my God. Fuck that. Burn it. What the hell is that? <laughs> it looks like a spider already, but... Oh it God. is very it's erected in nature, so yeah. It's, it's fucking disgusting. How many legs is that? <laughs> I find it weird that it was, like, watching us. I know. It must it was, have it intelligence. Like curious. Like, oh, wait. So that was... Do, do I get another piece of useful information? Or is that my useful information? Uh, so... Uh, oh yeah, actually, you get one more. So right. I want to know if it's sentient. If it's sentient, yeah. Can uh, I talk to it? Yes, it actually has two <gasps> languages. What? You know that they speak common. Oh, what? In Aklo. Oh God, that's fantastic! <laughs> it speaks. It speaks. You know that they are that that they do speak. All right. Speaks well, in the power cosmos. Whether or not you can reason with it is just debatable, but I have a pretty good diplomacy, if I do say so. <laughs> I'd like to think I can. I will diplomatize anything. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want me to burn down your cave system, right? You better come yourself out here. I, that, maybe, that's maybe. an intimidation mark. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm good at intimidating. Yeah, I was gonna say Adelar is uh, uh, intimidating. Uh, all right, so, uh, all right, so, so now knowing that there's some creature watching you guys from the uh, from this little cave entrance that actually was supposed to be hidden, but I had to kind of 
change that since there was a raging inferno in front of the, in front of the cave. Uh, what do you guys want to do? Uh, Kezra, did you find anything of note inside the little house there? Yes, there was a chest. Ah, so I'm going to search on our, our friend the hobgoblin to see if there's a key. Uh, there's a key. Aha. Yep. So I pull out the key, and I'm like, shing. Kezra swipes it out of your hand and runs into the house. <laughs> Wait. There's brownies. <laughs> Come on, is that like an athletics against my... <laughs> Gets my fortitude DC at least. Uh, yes. Well, it would be a disarm, so would it be... Is it? Yeah, fortitude. Yeah, okay, my yeah. Fortitude DC. All right, so uh, athletics against fortitude DC. Come I'm on sure. there. I'm sure Kezra by the rules. <laughs> what was that, the, the floor dies what it is? Oh, I, I never use the floor. <laughs> <laughs> nah, natural too. Right use there. The floor. So you try to you try to swipe the key out of my hand, and at the last, <laughs> at the last moment, I just... Ha, I put it back, and I'm like... Let's look at it together. Too <laughs> slow. So I follow... Just remember that I'm the one who found it. And I'm the one who has the key. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right, so uh, we go into the room. Let's crack that baby Uh Okay, so you uh, take the key, you open the chest. Uh, inside is a 50-foot length of rope. A pair of grappling hooks. Huh. Four lesser healing potions. Ooh, and good. an ever burning torch. <gasps> hey! They really need that's the That's quite good. Ooh, lesser healing potions are good. Wait, I forgot. Who's keeping track of stuff? Oh. I think I was. Oh, yeah. Cool. I was keeping on a uh, summary of things. Also, you seem to find what looks like 400 silver pieces. <gasps> Extortion rates. Sits, sits inside of a very nice silk pouch. Ooh, silk. Can I do like a little crafting on that silk pouch to see if that's worth anything? Uh, it, it, it might be worth, you know, two silver or oh, so okay. itself. It's mostly just that whoever paid them uh, had a very nice silk pouch with uh, which to give them it. Uh, yeah. So they would definitely not have a silk pouch right. on their own. So whoever paid them had a silk pouch available to give <laughs> them. So It's basically a crown royal bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually. It, it's I'll a very it's fancy, like nice-looking Crown Royal bag. Can so, I check the chest for any false bottoms, just in case? Uh, go ahead. Okay. About uh, 15. Uh, you look around, you press every corner. Looks to be a pretty pretty standard chest. All right. So, um, Elkwood and Benson are out here with the uh, Hobgoblin. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so... They just grabbed the key and ran that way. <laughs> uh, we didn't <laughs> run. Well, maybe. Did we Yeah, you, no, you were yeah, skipping. We were <laughs> <laughs> hand in hand. Hand in hand, just so uh, the key. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, I'm going to search the hobgoblin. So on the hobgoblin, you find... Uh, let's see. She has a very nice-looking rapier. Ooh. Uh, a dagger. A composite shortbow. Uh, and a very nice-looking set of leather armor. The leather armor and the rapier seem to uh, shine with a dull magic. Huh. Oh, Benson, this might be up your alley. If not, I'm not that inclined for discovering magical items. Um, I don't know what the leather does, but I have an idea. Feeling one of the cuts, what this might do. <laughs> he holds the rapier. Hmm. Um, I think I'll hold on to this for now. Yes, the rapier looks exceptionally nice. Would it be a... What? Can Kezra come out and go... Arcana? And, uh, 
you, 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 you hear the word might me magic and you just burst out the, burst out the front door. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, like right next to the front door, just <laughs> right out the wall. Like Shrek out of the outhouse. There was a door. <laughs> All right, for recall knowledge, I got a 21. Uh, 21. Uh, so that is enough to tell you that uh, this looks to be a plus one striking rapier. Oh, oh hell man. yeah. No, that's really nice. That's awesome. Oh, I forget. Yeah, I know. If only anyone used rapiers. Well, we can extract the ruins off it, right? Uh, you can. There are, uh, there, there are methods to do that. Yes. That I do not know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, they, it's just a cost. Uh, you, you just you just need to get somebody to do it. But I say you're the GM. You know all things. <laughs> I, 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 what's in that I head of yours? I have a facade as though I do. Anyway, <laughs> uh, and the leather armor there, Kel. Uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two looks to be a plus one set of leather armor. Oh shit! Nice. Damn. That's good. Good for elk. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of armor do you have on now, elk? I'm looking, actually. I think I just have basic leather armor. Studded leather. Studded leather, okay. So, but plus one leather, I think, beats the... I think it does. I, I mean, on, on the fact that it's magic alone yeah. Yeah. Is, is better. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I think the armor class bonus would be the same, but the fact you could put runes into it later yeah. is why you should hold on to it. So. Yeah, he's going to look at that and take it. Okay. Just, or, I mean, just... I mean, it's covered in Look away! Yeah, it's... Strip it away. <laughs> strip it off of her. <laughs> so right, I'm so going to... You put the plus one leather armor on your thing. Oh, I am. I'll, I'll just stick the rapier in my inventory. Yeah, the rapier I was... I don't have the paper I was writing the inventory on. It's, oh, okay. on, it's on one of the backs of our character sheets, but... <laughs> So Adela, I was gonna look uh, look around, and it's like, does anyone have any wounds that need attention? Skull. <laughs> skull, skull got the shit knocked out of him. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. skull, skull whimpers over to you. Oh yeah, like I, I, I think I got to his HP was like he took like at least eighteen points of damage. Yeah, you were looking rough. Gosh. Everybody add a hundred silver to your thing. Okay. Yeah, Skull took a ton of damage because she decided to uh, focus her attack on him. He was an easy target, man. Yeah, that's that's a hobgoblin for you. All right, so I'm going to roll medicine to treat wounds on Skull. And I guess, like, um, I'm pretty sure it's been a while since our last... Yeah, because we went straight here, yeah, so no one's gotten healed. Yeah, yeah. Treated by me. Yeah, I need, I need healing, too. Yeah. Oh man, that's a nat twenty. Four d eight. Four d eight. Skult is fine. Yeah. So how, how much was he down by? Uh, he was down by I think it was like at least twenty. Like okay. he, if I remember, he was down low. I, that's why I'm giving it. I'm assuming I healed twenty exactly. Boom! There you go. Wow. Good. All right. It's good zone. All right. Who's up next? Me. Me. Oh, you. <laughs> Kezra next. Doggo's first. Kezra second. I'm not actually down that much at all. So. Kezra literally cuts in line. Me <laughs> <Hey>, next. <laughs> My boo-boo's hurt. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry, Kezra. That's a that's a ten. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, Kezra, I cannot do anything for these wounds. Perhaps chug one of these potions. I'll drink one of my potions. All actually, right. you said it was plus one armor, right? Leather? Uh, yeah, plus one leather. That armor. actually increases my AC. Oh. So. Great. I got one health from the healing potion. Did you get oh, another nat 20? Ow. Uh, no, I'm going to have to roll some damage. <laughs> oh, no. 
<laughs> Wait, what? How the heck doctor are you? Ah, <laughs> uh, amputation. Yeah, he's clearly just a veterinarian. <laughs> Let me just look up treat wounds in the Pathfinder so core rubble. Yeah, so it's time for amputation, right? <laughs> like, no. It's just a scrape. I drank two minor healing potions. And I got five hit points back. Oh, that's rough. Uh, Q-R-S-T. It's a D8 for, for a doing D- damage. Oh, D8 of damage. Oh, thank yeah. you. Sure D8? Yeah, critical fail is just a D8 of damage. Right. Uh, I was out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, it was a six out of the box. In the box, it was a five. So we always go within the box. Yep. So five points of damage there, buddy. Thanks. <laughs> so as he as he takes some gauze and tries to tries to wrap it around your shoulder, he puts his he puts his 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 foot on your ribs to try to tighten it. Just and, and you feel and you feel just like like your ribs Aww. sort of move out of place, Aww. and you're like. Oh. <laughs> Failing again, um, I just like because we have any more of those potions. <laughs> yeah, I found four of them in that house. So I just um, I like here drink this. <laughs> All right, so uh, what's that dagger? Two D eight plus five, John. Go ahead and roll that yourself. Ooh, I'm, I'm that's gonna, I'm that's pretty good though. That's guaranteed healing. <laughs> that's recovering whatever. Yeah, I'm he just did as well. about to say um that dagger was that magical at all or was yeah, it just, just a regular dagger awesome well he'll take the dagger why not uh there were 20 arrows on her by oh, the way taking those <laughs> yes there were also 20 arrows on the two uh uh no probably i'll, I'll say 10 arrows on on the on the two what blade. kind of what kind of boat does she have uh composite, composite sorpo yeah is it just a regular composite yeah just a regular composite sorpo the only two, the only two uh, glowy things she had were the uh, were her leather armor and the rapier. Yeah, unfortunately, it's like a composite shortbow would at least increase the damage output by plus one for me, because my strength score is not. Oh yeah, it, it depends on the strength score. Uh, I was gonna say it depends on the no, strength it's score. Not, it's, there's not, it's, there's no strength score anymore. Propulsive is the trait, and you add half your strength mod to yeah. damage, oh, okay. which is plus one. Yeah, uh, plus, plus well, it's uh, unless you had plus four to have. It's strength. fourteen, so it's plus two, so it'll be just plus one. Yeah, yeah uh, which is is definitely it's not like, bad. You no, know, it, it's definitely an option, but the idea that that your magical longbow right now, uh, you could put one. you could put runes on it. Yeah, yeah, and because it's magic, there's a lot of things that are you know resistant to magic, and so that overcomes damage resistance. Yeah, it's a short bow. It, yeah. So, so, yeah. 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 The longbow is definitely the... I, I like the fact that if you can't just do shortbow and longbow, because longbow you have to be at least, I think, 20 feet away. Yep. Yeah, the arc. Yeah. Yep. Which makes sense. I like... Longbows are massive. Yeah. Um, okay, so there was nothing else on her then. Nope. nope. No, that was pretty much it. Also, that was it? Yeah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that of, sucks. Most of her other belongings were in that chest that uh, that uh, Kezra and Adelar ran off to go look into. Ah, yeah. wonderful. Um, so she is unconscious still. He took her armor and is now wearing it because roughly the same size, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she's medium. It's it's covered in hobgoblin blood, but you can still wear it. No, he don't care. <laughs> he, he's like, oh, this feels better. <laughs> So you guys get all this gear. Um, one, I need to ask, what are you going to do with the hobgoblin? I think, well, I, since the hobgoblin is clearly unconscious, I think we should wake her up for questioning. It's very clear that, at least I think, Voss paid her to get through here. So, 
But at least be nice to know when she did. Exactly. There weren't anything in these uh, uh, tree forts, right? Uh, no, it, it, it was just whatever equipment they were using, like sure. their, their arrows and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, there is rope in the chest, so we got rope to tie her up. It is ironic she had that. It is indeed <laughs> for this exact situation. Well, <laughs> ho- let's let's hog tie her. And you know, if she doesn't cooperate, we can just put her at the mouth of the cave and allow that creature to take her. Unless that creature works with her, of course. Oh, I right. doubt that. Hunger usually yeah. takes over most impulses of business. So you tie up. Uh, you take your time tying her up. Uh, you can definitely do it within the hour that she would, you know, get some uh, HP back. Um, you... Do you tie her up to a tree, or do you just have to handcuff her? You, you said you were hog tying her, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. And the fire's burned out, right? More yeah, yeah, yeah. But, okay. but by this time, it's it's sort of just a, a, a smoldering, empty tree. Um, so you, you've tied her up. Uh, eventually, she does wake up, um, and she sort of spits up blood. <laughs> There's dirt in her mouth and everything. I see you're Look. finally awake. Hey. Who the fuck are you? We are sent here by the town of Breach... Breacho? Yes. Uh, Breacho. It's been a long time, guys. (laughs) Wait, don't remember your town? (laughs) We're sent by Breacho to investigate, and our investigation led us here. Tell me, do you know of a woman named Vaz? I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. Just me and me orcs here. I would like to... I'm with him. I'm holding that silk bag. Mm-hmm. And who gave you this? We're hunting, I would imagine. I made it, it myself. You don't think I can make a nice silk bag? Uh, oh, I misjudged you. That's a 20 to call her out on that lie. She is absolutely lying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, huh. You would think us fools to believe that you can craft such fine silk. You have not the silkworms, nor the equipment. <laughs> and then he's... And then... Oh. A what? A silk... You said a silk... A silk what? Silkworm. <laughs> yeah. And Elk's gonna... The, the fuck is a... No, you shut up. What the fuck is a yeah, silkworm? Right. <laughs> Wait, is silk not made from silkworms? <laughs> it is? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, you gave me this look, John, that was just like... No, she just doesn't know what a silkworm is. No, right. it, was the fact, it was the fact that you called her bluff and be like, I see no worms to spin silk. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I totally failed my real-world knowledge check. <laughs> no, it was just the way you called it. it was funny to me, I'm sorry. Oh my so God. she doesn't know what silkworms are. <laughs> well, she's like, silk, silk what? Silkworm is how you make silk. Ergo, you cannot have fashioned this. Is it some sort of dragon that... Anyways, tell us where you got this bag. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, want, I want to know what... All right. Worm, uh, as in W-O-R-M, as in the crime that creepy crawls on the ground and makes people go oh, so, ill. Oh, so not, not like dragons. Not no, no, like I, dragons. I look what she's on to. I would like to see a silk worm like a dragon. <laughs> I, mean, I think we're getting off topic. <laughs> no, but you could really, you, you could see a dragon wearing like, like a silk rope. 
Silk scales would probably uh, garner a lot of money. <laughs> That'd be quite fancy, like I'll say. Very soft dragon scales. You know, I, I, th- I think I think we could take a silk dragon down. I, th- I think the group of us together could really, really. Let's say you become honorary members. Okay. Of the bloody blades. So and we to, all go on a crusade or so and then to take down a silk to dragon. Find a silk silk dragon. dragon. <laughs> okay. I already changed sides. <laughs> <laughs> We're Elkwood gonna is, fight this! Elkwood has the patch already on his <laughs> He's already Boom, it. So oh, oh, are we not doing this? Uh, no, you all bastards. So I'm gonna walk over, pull the rapier out of his bag. Assuming <laughs> he lets me. I'm just gonna just point it at her. Enough bullshit. Where'd you get this? We're looking for a woman named Vaz who came through here, and I'm frankly out of patience. Oh, I don't really know who you're talking about. A little closer. She's a librarian type. Uh, they're, say, skinny. I don't know what the hell she actually looks like. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Kinda... You never did meet her. Nope. <laughs> I'm just assuming she looks like a librarian. She keeps a journal, if that means anything. Fair enough. Forget about Vaughn's. Tell me who gave you this silk bag, and that'll be enough. Pressing. <laughs> was the silk bag embroidered at all? Like, any name on it? Or uh, No, not necessarily. It was okay. just a nice silk bag. All right, I'm going to try to diplomatize with her and be like, just try and make a definition. <laughs> Well, you're going to make an intimidation check, then say you're making an intimidation check. Yeah, well, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> All right, go for it. Intimidate her. Good. Make an intimidation check. Do it. See if she'll spill the beans. The beans. I'll try to aid you with my menacing, not menacing look. You just stand over her shoulder? You're like, yeah. I was actually, it's 20 to aid, right? Yeah. I was so close. I got a natural one to aid. Oh, gosh. <laughs> So now you get a minus to your check there. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. It, it cancels out. Don't worry about it. Okay. Oh. No, I, did, I didn't make the... I oh, you make, didn't? No. Oh. I was close, but I didn't. What is it? A minus one? Minus, uh, minus, minus, minus two. Oh, minus no, two. it's minus one. Okay. It's minus one. So do your intimidation, but get a minus one. Okay. That was, that's 25. <laughs> 25 is well above her yeah. will DC. <laughs> uh, so, so she's like... Oh, oh, Vos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The big, big like, stupid elf bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. I, she's right in there. Yeah. And she starts, like, nodding toward t- towards the cave entrance that you saw the uh, tricks of Tog in earlier. And what about the creature that resides? The all, that, all that thing's fucking weird. <laughs> it's real so fucking weird. <laughs> Well, Benson, it seems that this hobgoblin is just a hired time, hired hand. Perhaps she can do her time. I should it. have you know, I'm a business owner of the Bloody Blades. Uh, you well, know, it would have been better. I have an entrepreneurial sh- mind. Can we do a well? Uh, a- Abadar is a fan of the entrepreneurs, but we like to. Abadar does deal in the legal business, so perhaps some time put away and maybe some rehabilitation. We'll see that your motivation is best spent in other endeavors. The- Bloody blades. Can we roll a check to see, like, yeah, what the bounty is on them? Uh, yeah, you guys did last time. Uh, I and just, the, yeah, and there was a bounty on them. Um, I feel like, like Adelar would have all that paperwork. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, oh, he's you are well. He just pulls out like a deck. Yeah, I'm positive that um, <laughs> pulls out the score case. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so go ahead and make me oh, a. Oh, check my scribing check. Oh yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter if they're alive or dead. 
Yeah, make me a society or any relevant sort of check. Now, that's a 19 on my society. 19 on society. Um, you know, uh, if any bloody blades are captured alive and brought back to Breach Hill, they're held until they can be transported west to Eisger's capital, Eladir, for sentencing, for Mm. one. So that's where you've heard the bounty from. Uh, in the event, uh, the PCs will receive bounty once paperwork is processed in Eladir about one week after the Bloody Blades capture or defeat is reported. So you would have to take either uh, a record of the two deaths uh, of of the two orcs that you killed, and then right. the fact that the and then the, and then the leader uh, for each live half orc mercenary, huh. uh, you would have earned ten gold. And for delivering Demiri alive for justice, you can earn 50 gold pieces. Yeah! So I look around, I'm like, nice. uh, any, any slain member of the Bloody Blades earned only half the bounty. So if you turn in these two orc corpses and then the leader, you will get 60 gold pieces. Wow. How much, like, but, you know, it's hauling a body, and plus we'd have to backtrack, uh, and plus you'd be alive, and... Well, I mean, that's... I say we just make the backtrack now. Kezra starts tying the dead bodies to her. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this rotting. Uh, you asked for this. <laughs> Wait, what's wrong? You, fuck, you fucking killed him. They, they, they were me brothers in arms. And now they're dead in arms. You attacked first. That's that is, true. That's very true. We were just... You did attack. We just wanted passage. That's right. So completely defeated. Demiri just sort of lays there with the literal corpses of her <laughs> of her friends. <laughs> Sometimes Kezer just just makes me square. <laughs> it's like I don't care what a little alignment you are. That's uncomfortable. <laughs> Justice is served in many ways. Not to mention, uh, there was a, at least two of them that escaped into the woods. So. Yeah, probably don't want to leave her yet, now that we think about that. Exactly. That's why I'm thinking we need to bring her back to Breach Hill. Post-haste. Do you have another hideout that they would have run to? No, this this is our home. We were getting paid good money and kind of had our way around the area. No, not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) She cries. She weeps. Good. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to drag any morals out of you guys. Can oh, take the sock off of one of the dead corpses and sticks it in her mouth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the oh. you. <laughs> yeah, and Elkwood's going to be like, oh, this armor is quite fashionable, isn't it? He's just wearing. <laughs> I mean, she's just burying her head at this point. She's com- she's completely defeated, both physically and emotionally. Good. Uh, all right, uh, you see, so you guys want to want to drag him back to town? Yeah. All right, so uh, you drag him back to town. Um, oh, you, wait, we don't have creepy music on anymore. We're in town. Yeah, where's the town music? <laughs> Let's see. Breach on noise. Oh, it's not too loud. Ah, a party going on. I Got do it. love Renfest. Where's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the bed <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so you guys do uh, bring him back. Um, uh, they do some big questioning. Uh, she has no problem just saying, "Yeah, I'm the bloody blaze." Um, 
And uh, so, uh, like I said, in about a week or so uh, is when you guys will, um, uh, that's when things will be sent and then you'll get your reward back. Um, so uh, expect a week to happen before you see anything from it. Um, but you guys are, are definitely uh, zanked very, very much from uh, from Breach Hill um, and any merchants and stuff like that because they've always had issues with the Bloody Blades because this is a main thoroughfare that a lot of people will use in order to get somewhere and, you know, people have been mugged and robbed and killed on this road before from them. Yeah. I would say before he leaves, he's just going to say in Goblin Tour, he goes, oh, Mr. Grimm says hello, by the way. And he just kind of disappears, like, leaves like that. <laughs> Pudding. Pudding. Wait, no! no I it. And he just leaves. And... Yeah. If only I could understand that. <laughs> I don't. I, I only I, understand gibberish, basically, because it's goblin. Yeah, because it's a goblin. Yeah. So as we're as we're walking away, say Elkwood, what did what did you say to her? Oh, nothing. Just something that would make us squirm a little bit. Mm, happen to know about the bloody blades, and mm, happen perchance uh, other people that may may take interest in her location for a moment. <laughs> I see. I don't suppose this would have any obstruction of justice for her serving time, would it? Oh, of course not. Excellent. I mean, perhaps uh, lying, but perhaps not. Eh. <laughs> Ad- Adelar believes you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> You're giving him no cause. Is he good? I'm a good person. <laughs> you, you willingly roll sense, uh, your sense motive checks to, to believe lies, so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, deception. Um, so. so, what do you guys want to do? Uh, you're in town. Uh, I mean, you, you guys did spend. Uh, you know, I don't know if you guys need healing. I know you guys did some, but uh, what do you guys want to do? It is nighttime at this point because oh, wow. uh, yeah, definitely long to distance to travel. <laughs> don't uh, want to go into that cave. Yeah, yeah. At night. I mean, Benson's all for just going to sleep. I mean, frankly, Benson didn't want to take them back to town anyway, but. I feel like... But you know those two. Money, money, money. I feel like Adelar might want to look for something to purchase. Hmm. If it's... Uh, before Benson goes to sleep... Well, I'm not going to go to sleep quite yet. He's falling asleep right now. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will ask, ask Jake. Benson's been in Breach Hill for a number of months. Mm-hmm. Would he know if anyone knows what the deal is with a striking rune in this in this town? Oh yeah, so the the, the striking rune just adds a, another another damage die. That's good. Yeah, okay. but would be able to transfer. Would be able to transfer it. Like how much money would that be? That is a good question. Yes. Um, Fortunately, I'm already looking it up. Oh, well, thank goodness because the townsfolk are looking into this right now. <laughs> That they they have like like the extra extra like customer service voice when you walk in. Can, can you transfer this? We don't know how, but we'll find out. If you could wait right here, here's some tea if you would like. There's also a, there's also some coffee right over there. Do you want donuts? They like we have some cookies <laughs> over well, here. Well, well, they research it. And they're like the off-brand cookies. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to find out. I was trying to look to see if I could get like a wand or a staff of healing or something like that. You already have a wand of healing. Something tells me we can't afford a staff of healing. <laughs> No, Safi Young. Yeah, those are quite expensive. Your wand, though, is... Look at, what? Just look at first level wand. They're, yeah. like, they're kind of expensive. So we have one Staff of Healing right now, right? No, no, we no have that's, wand. that's a... A wand of healing. Yeah, so, a wand yeah. of healing. I thought that was a different podcast. If you wait till podcast. Oh, actually, no. Hey, oh. Dude, I thought that was a different podcast. No. I thought... Um, I, thought Ed, I thought Edgar Allen... 
Edward Allan Poe had that. Wait, what? <laughs> he did, but Edward Allan Poe had one. What? But no, there, there, there is a, there is a wand of healing that that, that you should have. Uh, yeah, it's hmm. a low level. I'm pretty sure it's only first level, but I know I have gold. I need and that's like a single use kind of thing per day, right? I need to check how much it is. Yeah, the 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 first time the first time you use it, you use it regularly. The second time you use it, it's a fifty percent chance. Um, and I I think it might be any time after that. Yeah, but but it's a, it's a guaranteed free heal at least, at least uh, yeah, once a day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, here's here's the deal on transferring runes. The DC of the crafting check to transfer a rune is determined by the item level of the rune being transferred, and the price of the transfer is 10% of the rune's price, unless transferred from a rune stone, which is free. If you... That's not important. It takes one day instead of four days for this craft check. Wow. Wow. Mm. So you can transfer directly from the rapier to your, your sword in one day at 10% of the cost of the striking rune. Okay. Hmm. Which I think is 70 gold. Just yeah, cause, well, the, the potency rune is 25, right? I think it's 35. 35, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Actually, I think, the, I think the striking rune is 65. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or 60, right? 60 or 65. If I had my character sheet, I don't have it with me exactly right now. Exactly. So six gold a day's worth of work, and you can have a shiny new striking longsword. That's, that would that's be a amazing. pretty good deal. And you have to roll a craft check or get pay someone else yeah. to do it. Well, me and Mark have run into the same problems as we do not have our money listed on our actual sheets. They're on our. I'm assuming I have 100 gold. Yeah, I mean, I have I have 53 gold. <laughs> yeah, it would be roughly around so, the same. Because uh, the only thing I've been fair to you, Jake. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, the only thing I've been spending gold on is arrows. I think at this point, but I now I've spent money on arrows. Yeah, to just make sure you know. Next time we we yeah. audit the character sheets and use whatever we uh yeah. whatever we did. Um, Absolutely. All right. So you guys want to uh, spend the day in town and uh, get your new. You want to put it on, on your on your bastard sword or your long sword? Bastard sword. Ooh. On the bastard sword. Um, all right. So uh, yeah, you can spend the gold. Um, you uh, get someone to transfer the rune. Like I said, it does take a day. Uh, so what are the rest of you chumps doing? So actually, Adelar is going to find uh, a smithy of some kind. Okay. I think there's a couple options, right? Yeah, yeah. There, there, there's a few options. I mean, there's merchants all over the place. Right. Too, remember, so. uh, remember the place that I sold the weapons to? The uh, shady downtown one. What was that? I guy's mean, I didn't name? know anything about it. What am I talking about? What was that guy's name? <sighs> I won't say he's the Dane. I don't know why. It sounds like a shady Crozag. guy. He was a half orc. I remember that. Yeah. He was like, "Hey, we doing? Yeah, I got this." Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm Crozag. Yeah, that works. <laughs> that works. Hail and well met, Crozag. It's good to see you again. I got into a bit of a, a tough out of Guardian's way and found myself. Taking s- substantial injury from arrows, I was wondering if I may purchase a steel shield or some kind from you. Mm. Uh, yeah, I can. I can find one here. 
I'd say. He goes to the back and he opens up a cabinet and shields spill out. <laughs> he's like, oh, let, me, let, me, let me see what we got here. It's like a gun safe, except shields just <laughs> yeah, yeah, also like a gun safe that n- nothing's on a rack. Um, so yeah, he opens it, a bunch of shields spell out and he's like, yeah, we've got a few here. Uh, different designs and stuff like that, but they're all pretty much effective as well. All right, I'm going to look for one that's uh, blank. doesn't have any designs on it. Okay, so just a just a uh, basic embossed shield there. Yep. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, so you find it. Uh, do you have the price there? Or do you want yep, me? two gold. Two gold. He's like, oh, well, thanks. Uh, I'll, I'll, I appreciate that. As you go to hand him your gold, on the palm of your hand looks to be a tree on fire. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yes. Where, where'd, you, where'd you get that tattoo? Oh, it's not, it's not something I, I usually see around here. So uh, as he, he like stares down at it and it just his mind just flashes back to the tree burning on fire. And uh, he says, oh, oh, yes. Uh, uh, I, um, uh, it is a symbol for my family's house. We always have it marked in our hand. Mm. Symbol of the burning tree. Yes. They call me Adelar of the Burning Tree Clan. Oh, don't think I've heard of him. They should be careful where you uh, show that off. People around here tend to really like their uh, woodworking and logging businesses. Ah, yes, um, I shall be careful. It's not that we make a... We don't actually burn trees. It's a long story about our family's uh, history and stuff, so... But yes, I thank you for the advice. Well, could you tell me about it? I I, I do really love family stories. (laughs) Deception check. Deception check. (laughs) But of course, long ago, uh, my great-great-grandfather of the clan of the burning tree... God, this is fucking boring. (laughs) Anyway, I need to get back to work. (laughs) There's no alcohol involved. No babes. (laughs) So, uh, so he starts handling another customer. So <laughs> <laughs> you get your you get your shield. All uh, right. So um, is it like a shield or a buckler? It's a it's a, it says it's a steel shield. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, that's what I have. Yeah. So I get my steel shield. Mm-hmm. Can you pay extra and to get the emblem of Adel of Ab- Abadar on there. The burning tree. The burning tree <laughs> with the shield. <laughs> like any time you try to do Ab- Ab- Abadar's uh, symbol, it just turns into a burning tree. <laughs> You're like, oh god, this sucks. The hang is guided. So is there like an arborist in town? <laughs> is there like a national law? Uh, there are. Sorry. There are a ton of like loggers and woodcutters and all sorts of stuff around. So yeah, you, you want you want to try to find one? Galarian yeah. day is every yeah, day. He's like, yes, we celebrate Galarian Day here. So, all right, so you find this place called Breach Creek Lumber. Uh, This facility on the edge of the Crimson Tide Wood serves as a logging mill and a carpenter shop. One of the largest lung... one of the largest logging companies in Breach Hill. The business provides lumber for much of the town's construction needs and regularly sends contingents of lumberjacks into the nearby wood. Though the aggressive boars, cougars, and even wargs and owl bears often make this a dangerous prospect. As a result, Chief Logging Forewoman Nyrene Howardell, uh, she's a female half-elf, uh, often hires adventurers to accompany these lumberjack teams. Uh, the Associated Carpenter Shop employs some of the best artists in Breach Hill. The eccentric Zandel 
Ryan Nearson is a, a male human. This oversees the entire operation. So I walk into their logging facility. I try to find someone who kind of looks like kind of know what they're doing. I say, hail and well met. Top of the morning to you. We know wood and we know you. Uh, yes, um, I'm interested in uh, if you have any reforestation projects that you all support. Reforest? Well, we're usually chopping down wood, but... Uh... Uh, do you plant trees after you chop them down, perchance, or you just let the forest take care of that? Uh, have you ever tried to chop down an entire forest? <laughs> it's hard. Ah, yes, well... Uh, Thank you for your time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why you came in here. Do, do, you, you want a cart or something? Do you need... No, I'm just looking for a sapling to, to plant. Possibly. Oh, my God. I, so you, I mean, if you just want acorns, we can just hand you some acorns. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there, there, there are some acorns. She hands you just like a small basket full of like five acorns. All right. I give her a couple copper for her trouble. Uh, thanks. All right. Farewell. <laughs> um, and Adelar's very intentional about not showing his hand in there. <laughs> All right. Have a have a good have a good day. So um, I kind of at this I, I'm trying to seek out Kezra. So we'll let someone else mm. go about their business while Adelar's looking for Kezra. The um. I'll say Elkwood is going to accompany um, Benson around. Just because it's, it's kind of like he has nothing else to do, honestly, besides going to the bar. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he's trying to avoid the bar right now. Uh, doesn't need to go to the bar right now until Kezra gets involved. Um, <laughs> but he's going to talk... See, it's between him and... Adelar, honestly, because like, he knows Benson is religious, kind of like has that religious a- 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 attitude, I guess. I mean, he's he a paladin. Yeah, something like that. I don't so, know. He's whatever. A God symbol on my back all, yeah, all he's, the time. Yeah, he's whatever. Whatever he is. I mean, it's I whatever. Mean, I'm pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, he's whatever. He saw a light come out of his eyes. He's fine. Uh, but he's going to accompany him and just kind of like bring up not the fact that like he caught Calmont but he's like uh, but he's going to ask his hey, Benson do you know anything about Norgerber Norgerber uh do I know anything about Norgerber yeah you as a paladin would definitely know about Norgerber yeah a you know god of uh, uh, death secrecy Treachery. Poison, yeah. Assassin- assassinations. Yeah, assassinations, yeah. Everything one of the, bad. Norgerber 3 ascended from the Starstone. Yeah, Norgerber basically stands for killing at random. Yeah. I relay all that information. Not a very good guy, if you ask me. Oh, okay. Uh, so, you know this woman, Vars. So, I may have come into information that she was a... A worshipper of such of a deity. She worshipped Noah Gerber. Yes, yes. Um, I mean, we've sort of ventured some from her notes, but like, I guess I just don't understand. Uh, like, I'm not the most religious person, but what point is there? Like, someone that you're worshipping a deity of just treachery. Like, there's no camaraderie in it. There's no 
piece, it almost seems like. You have to be watching her back half the time. Uh, I don't pretend to understand it. Uh, I mean, half the time, I don't even know. Fully trust the other paladins of Iomidae. Perfectly honest with you. Oh, is that so? Yeah. I thought most Iomidae are worshippers are ever vigilant and prophesy norms. I mean, there's trustworthy and there's trustworthy. There's a very few people I trust with my life. I guess that makes sense. And most of them are in my family. Oh, the Bensons. Mm. Like the entire black stronghold. Uh, yes, most uh. of them are my siblings. Oh, wow. He's just going to kind of, like, think about it for a moment. So, if we're facing someone that is into so much treachery and death, per se, what do you think her end goal is? I can't even imagine with a cannon that loose. Hmm. Crimes. Sorry. I can't imagine it's good for any of us. Well, good for even this town. Oh no, this town is <laughs> honestly not protected at all. No, it's very sad. Yes, it's. I mean, just seeing the sheer force of the officers of will that couldn't even keep a door for whatever in the hell Kelmont was. I cannot believe they let that little insect go. Yes, it. He just got away with no retribution at all. Such a shame. And he's just gonna smile a little bit, just <laughs> grinning. But he's gonna pal around with Benson a little bit. Just to watch his back, I guess. I mean, I'm just waiting for a sword to get done. <laughs> uh, Alright, so you guys uh, spend the day sort of just shooting the shit. Um, you guys are just waiting for waiting for a new sword. Uh, you've given over uh, Demiri to uh, to the town guard. You're you know like, like I said, in a week or so, you'll actually get to get the uh, bounty reward back. Um, Adelar is sort of just wrestling with what the symbol means on his hand and <laughs> what to do about it. Um, he has an idea. We'll see if it pans out. Um, but eventually, uh, you guys settle down for the night. I imagine you guys have a wild night, as you always do. Well, I definitely want to take Kezra aside uh, at some <laughs> point. We're some horses. <laughs> Kezra, let me see your hand. He hands out his hand. Does he have the symbol of the burning tree on it? Doesn't look like it. <laughs> No, yeah. no, he, he does not. You are the sinful one here. Are <laughs> looking for something, friend? And he uh, he kind of looks around, and then he shows, he just pull, he pull, um, uncur- uncurls his fist, and you see the symbol of the burning tree. The devil did you do yourself? I didn't do that, that's the thing. I've only heard about this in my time studying and studying the, the great book. That uh, the order of numbers. It is it is a curse from Avatar. I think it is a response to my carelessness with setting ablaze that tree. As you may know, Abadar he he upholds the rule of law and despises anything that resembles chaos or oppression. And regretfully, I engaged in a little bit of chaos today. So it seems I am being treated as such. In order to remove the mark, some restitution has to be made, and I'm not not quite sure how to go about it. I just wanted to see if, if perchance you were cursed as well, but it seems that 
The burden of guilt is upon me. <laughs> if it's any consolation, I thought burning the tree was a fantastic idea. That should have been my, my first indication that it was the wrong idea. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it worked. Yeah, it did. So, so what do you plan on doing? Well, and um, he like, kind of pulls out of his pocket like a handful of acorns. He's like, well, I, uh, I, I'm new to being cursed. Um, so, well, plant some oaks. Usually, in order to reverse uh, such a brand as this, you have to make restitution. I tried going to the, the local loggers, and they don't have any reforestation programs. That's something I need to make a note of. Is God, this town sucks. There's no reinforcation. They just think they can just chop down trees. And, but anyways, I'm... Backwater hicks in there. Disregard for the environment. They probably don't even have a stable recycling system. <laughs> they don't even have a Galarian day, I bet. Wait, you, you say compost? <laughs> oh, no, we are compost. <laughs> so I... Oh, we just drop our styrofoam up and burn it. <laughs> <laughs> so my intention Can we just is... throw it in the ocean <laughs> <laughs> right next to where we pour the oil <laughs> oh my gosh that's where we have the great sea bonfire <laughs> since 1978 <laughs> oh you know what that rubber is we just burn it on the bonfire all that black smoke it goes into the it goes into the sky and creates stars <laughs> Anyways, I think if I, if I maybe plant the tree in the ashes of the old, perhaps the brand will be removed. The other thing I'm considering is maybe uh, purchasing a wand of create water. It, it's a spell that can be used to put out flames. Perhaps Abadar is trying to teach me a lesson to be more careful with my, with my fire. You could help us with our future endeavors of burning things. Again, I, I stand by that that was a good tactic. <laughs> well noted. Yeah, and I think um, yeah, Adelar's gonna purchase a wand to create water. All right. That sounds like a good idea, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, anything that he can to try to remove this brand off of his hand. I mean, it's a steep price, but I have the gold, so. Uh. Well, at this point, I mean. So. Elkwood is actually, like, now that he's sought Benson out on his knowledge of uh, religion, he's going to seek the next holy person, I guess, out, which would be Adelar, and bring up Norgerber up, because he's curious, like, he doesn't want to follow Norgerber at all. Because he just I seems it way too much effort. You, you really shouldn't, so. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, I was know, literally Mark, thinking about this last night lying in bed. I was like, how would a party member who yeah, like, follows Norgorber even function in a party? You would backstab <laughs> everyone. Like, it's like, it just seems way too much effort. It's it, the, Playing a character like that is literally just playing the long game in every assassination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but at the same time. I'll kill them one day. <laughs> I have the perfect example of a follower of Norgorber in a small party. Uh-huh. Do you guys remember those two horses and one of them was like, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Carl is Norgorber. <laughs> Yeah, Carl, you Carl, Carl, that kills people. I stabbed him forty-seven times in the chest. <laughs> My stomach has rumblies for only hands can supply. <laughs> the but he is going to, I guess, at this point we're in a bar or what? Uh, I mean, it's probably where is Adelar? Yeah, it was probably nighttime by now. Adelar, have you have you bought your have you bought your uh, your your wand yet? Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah, he's going to seek out Adelar. By the way, that wand is always wet. 
Ew. Ew. <laughs> Yay. It's like mildewy. <laughs> oh, it's clean water. It's a damn stick. <laughs> you put it in your pocket, your pocket gets wet. You know, just, oh. like, did you pee yourself? It's the one. It's the one of great water, <laughs> I swear, guys. It's always just leaking. Does it, <laughs> does it smell like ammonia? <laughs> but he's going to seek out Adelar uh, later, I guess, in the evening. And bring up Norgerber. Just because, like, he's not a religious person Mm -hmm. besides what he believes in right now. Mm -hmm. But the fact that he knows the information that this woman is a worshiper of Norgerber. Like, any endgame. Like, any just thought processes that she might have. Mm Mm-hmm. And so he's like, oh, I wonder if this person that believes in the god of capitalism, essentially, uh, which anything that he might know of Nagaba. Nabagabaga. Well, so I kind of take offense to the fact that Abadar is not the god of capitalism. I don't know. Uh, that's what <laughs> he's he far more just than that. Yeah. Well, as he sees it uh, every time Ab- that Abadar, as he sees okay. every as he sees every time that Adelar gets in involved with anything it goes uh how much money can i make out of this and uh what about like returns and it just turns into capitalism for All right, so, elkwood you know okay. he just doesn't <laughs> okay. he's me... like oh you make gold that's capitalism so if you were to read the order of numbers by abadar you would see that there are some in the sect who do try to distort the words to pursue money at all costs but abadar is actually not for pursuing money at all costs kezra is that person yes <laughs> there you go kezra I think person. he's just been seeing Kezra, and that's how he's assuming <laughs> Abadar is. And, and Kezra vaguely follows Abadar. Yes. Yeah. yes. Honestly, him and, Ab- like him and Kezra are very similar. Rules. Yes. Yeah, Ab- Abadar is, he's definitely for, like, just society. He's for, like, the legal acquirance of wealth. He's not for, like, sneaky contracts and, like, high interest rates, that sort of stuff. The small text, basically. Yes. Iomade and Abadar are very, like... Yeah. You know who else is friends with uh, Abadar? Um, that would be Asmodian. Yeah, yeah. Asmodius is a good friend. A good friend with Abadar. Very good, maybe not a good friend. Contra- you should smile. Contracts. Him. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Contracts and legal requirements. They both like those. Yeah, mm-hmm. apparently. Um, yeah. But he is going to pursue um, Adelar uh, regarding Norgerber because he's curious about Norgerber. Like he doesn't have any whim to follow. But he's just like the two religious people of the group. Like, he doesn't consider Kezra <laughs> just because Kezra just wants gold most of the time. Bunny. <laughs> uh, but it actually seems like to him that Adelar is one that is faithful. Is someone that takes it very seriously. Mm-hmm. And has seen Adelar angry mm-hmm. at like certain aspects that he's concerned about. But he's like, so, so what about Vaz? Uh, so what would bring someone to worship, uh, let's say, Norgerber? Norgerber? Why, that's the enemy of Abadar. Yes, well, I believe I have a high-ranking suspicion that Vaz, well, as we've <laughs> in comforted study, that she is a worshipper for such um creature, I guess, at this point. Like, why would anyone worship someone that would backstab? And so, huh. you have reason to believe she's a worshipper of Nogorber, then this makes my quest here all, it just makes all the more sense. All, 
all things seem to be lining up why Abadar would have me here. You see, Nogurbo, he is, as you know, the god of greed, deception, and secrets. All things that are against Abadar. Abadar, he is for transparency, he is for law, he is for order, but Nogurbo, why he is for chaos and for deception. I don't know exactly what drives a person to worship such a god, such a false, terrible god, but perhaps there is maybe the pursuit of secret knowledge. Mm. Nogorber is the god of secrets. Perhaps Vaz is intrigued by secrets. Why, in her, it seems that her worship as Nogorber has led her to uncover some potentially damning truths about Breach Hill itself and its founding. I do not condone her acts by any means, but perhaps perhaps that is one reason why she sought out his counsel. Hmm. So Elkwood's going to take a sip. I hope that was on mic. Um, <laughs> so, so what you're saying is that between contract and uncontract, that Norgerbo don't see it. There's no camaraderie in the act of worshipping. Like, it feels like all the members would backstab themselves. Why? One of their sayings, with one hand I give, is an expression used as a salutation, but also a warning. Hmm. For you can on one hand greet someone, but also on the other hand relay the kind of information that you may betray them at any moment. So there is a general idea that you can't even trust a fellow worshiper of Gorber, for that it all seems to have selfish pursuits. Greed does not become someone who is community-minded, but it only becomes a single person. So, all the times that you've said, Oh, Kezra, we might be able to make some profit off of this. Is that not greed itself? Oh, no, there is a big distinction between greed and humanity-driven capitalism. (laughs) (laughs) See, humanity-driven capitalism, uh, you exercise your full rights within the law to make coin. Why, Abadar is all for the honest work of a day, whether it's the honest work of an adventurer taking down criminals, like in the case of the the bandits we took down earlier. Oh, the Bloody Blades. Yes, the Bloody Blades. So, you know, we were doing something that was a service to community and also turned a profit. Oh. So there is... uh, We're not... Worshippers of Abadar, they don't... Nothing in this world is free, but we do have a sense of giving back to the community. See, it's all for the greater good of building up the community strong and raising all people in all different walks of life to a status of healthy and just... Uh, working economy. Okay. Elkwood's gonna kind of like take that. Like he's 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 taking the, all this information in. Like he's obviously younger than you probably. Like we're both half elves, but right. So that's the camaraderie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but like he is, I think the youngest person of the group at this point. Uh, besides, well, I mean, in elf in elf years, because late twenties. Yeah, like, he's a little bit older, but also feels younger. But he's been kind of raised on the aspect of making money, but never worshipped Abadar. Right. So he knows the idea, the philosophy. And it's just, but he also knows of contracts, like, of this is how you should believe it. Like, this is how you should worship. This is how you should kind of grasp life. And so he's just kind of understand it all, I guess, at this point. Like, he's still naive to the whole religion aspect right, of yeah. it. 
So you guys spend your night talking about just religion, we, yeah, which is a great conversation to have when you're drinking. Oh God, um, yeah. yeah, it does start into a fist fight at least. I I, <laughs> I love talking philosophy at night, uh, especially after a few drinks. Same. Yep. But Same you here. guys go off uh, into the night discussing you know philosophy in, in many different ways, and I want to flash back to Guardian's way. The embers still sort of smoldering on the tree. Um, and you can see that the ground is torched there. Uh, it's it's fine with with, uh, with where it's at. You you guys are are, are pretty confident in in your abilities uh, to make sure it didn't go anywhere. But there's a figure walking around Guardian's Way, sort of just looking at the area. Oh shit! You can't quite see because of the silhouette from the moonlight. You see this figure walking around Guardian's Way, the entrance there, where all the trees were set on fire and it just looks like an absolute disaster. But there's no orcs, there's no bloody blades, and this figure is leaning down on what looks to be a big blood stain where the hobgoblin was. Vaz stands up, goes. This fucking, fucking orcs and stupid hobgoblin leader. Incomprehensibly stupid. They couldn't take out a few town idiots. I'll make sure I'll make them pay. If they ever come here again, she looks at the moonlight. Nogoba, give me strength. I will raise them and add them to my numbers. And I will see you guys next time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I knew we shouldn't have brought them back. <laughs> well, I mean, there's-